Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the Hypno Sales Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to reframe the gain instead of the pain. So if you're in a customer-facing role like, like I am, or more specifically, you're in a sales or pre-sales role, chances are pretty high you've had some kind of a sales training uh, or maybe multiple sales trainings in your career. And in those sales trainings, there's this idea of qualifying your opportunity with a prospect, client, or customer to a pain or a gain that they might have. Okay, so the idea of a pain or a gain that they might have is, uh, is what's, because typically that's what's motivating them to buy a new product or service. So uh, if you have any chance at all to be able to sell them your product or service, you need to qualify to use some kind of a pain or some kind of a gain. That's typically what these trainings talk about. Now, being a hypno-sales expert, I've learned a few things about this idea of pain and gain that I wanna share with you because some of you, although you may be in sales or pre-sales for a long time, you may know some of this already, but I wanna give you a few secrets from the subconscious perspective and how pain and gain is represented in the subconscious of the prospect and customer and how you should be aware of that and use that to your advantage to qualify your deal better, to improve your skills in selling the customer, client, and prospect on your product or service and making sure that if it's the right product or service for them, that it aligns with them and they're, they're motivated to, to make that decision at some point. Whether it's your product or for some other product, you at least want them to consider your product or service and you want to motivate them to make a decision at some point. Because none of us like uh, a customer or prospect that just you know, talks to us and then they just kind of hang there and they just kind of, it just becomes um, stale or what we say going sideways or going dark, like it just nothing happens. And um, you know, we qualify to the pain or the gain, yet they, they're still not motivated to make a decision. And that's why I want to talk about it from a subconscious perspective, because if you understand what's happening in the subconscious, then you can qualify better and actually figure out what's going on and figure out what to do about it in your sales situation. Okay, so that's what this training is really about. So let's talk about a couple aspects here. For those that are listening on the podcast, I have the words pain and gain written on the board here. And by pain, I have two words, current and anticipated, because these are the two types. These, these are the two types of pain that we learn about in these trainings, okay? The current pain and the anticipated pain. And the current pain is the pain that they have right now, that they're experiencing right now, they're in the situation now, and they're telling you about it because potentially they wanna get out of that pain situation. They wanna remove that pain, they wanna move away from the pain towards something else, okay? And maybe they don't tell you what they're moving towards, but at least they tell you this is what we're trying to get away from currently. So that's the current pain. Okay. Um, and one thing to note, I have it in red here by current is the word familiar. And the reason I have familiar is because in the subconscious, the current pain potentially is what they're familiar with. Okay. And it doesn't take very long, but, uh, but I will tell you that if this at a subconscious level, if someone, any of us are experiencing a pain for any long extended period of time, it becomes familiar at a subconscious level. In fact, we get used to it at a subconscious level and we almost become reliant and we get used to it, reliant, it becomes a habit and it's, we become comfortable with that pain, believe it or not. 
at a subconscious level. The subconscious realizes this is not going away. It must be something good for me, so I'm going to keep on doing it. And it's like any bad habit that forms that we want to try to break ourselves from. It kind of starts this way. We start out for one reason. We do that. We perform that habit, and then eventually it becomes bad for us. But we're so used to it, we can't stop. So the same thing is happening with a current pain that's been going on for a long, long time. So when you're qualifying a pain to someone, you always want to ask, you know, what is the pain? And when they tell you, you want to then ask, how long have you been experiencing this pain? Because you want to qualify the length of it. If it's a long, long time, chances are it's familiar. They're used to it. They're comfortable with it. They probably aren't going to be motivated at all to change. In fact, it may be even more painful at a subconscious level for the thought of their subconscious to think about undoing the comfort of living with this pain to, in order to try to change the situation than it is just to keep it the same. So chances are pretty high that it, they're not going to be motivated if it's a long, you know, months and months or years they've been dealing with it, right? So you always want to realize that, that that's what's happening in the subconscious. So always ask how long they've had it. If it's something that happened recently, it hasn't had time to sink into the subconscious yet, there's probably a sense of urgency to do something about it. So the shorter the period, the least likely it is to be familiar and the better chances you have of using that as motivation, okay? Now, the other type of pain we learn about is the anticipated pain, which is the pain that isn't here yet, but it's coming, it's about to arrive, it's about to get here, and it's going to be really painful. And so this is, I always see this as the fear of pain, the fear of an oncoming pain that's not here yet. Now, at a subconscious level, if you notice here, I have in red unknown. That's because an anticipated pain is something that the subconscious does not know about yet. So it only can associate with it based on the story that you are telling yourself or someone else is telling you. So the prospect or client you're working with is either hearing stories about this pain and they're either deciding how scared they are of it or how not scared they are of it, right? So don't always assume that everyone is scared of it. Some people may be telling themselves a story that, you know, it's not gonna be that bad. It's, a, it's coming, but it's not gonna be that bad. They'll tell you about it. You may assume that it's bad because why would they tell you if it wasn't gonna be bad, right? Why would they go through the trouble of telling you and describing this pain that's about to get here if they weren't afraid of it? But that degree at which they're afraid may not be that bad. It may be tolerable, or they may be telling themselves it's not gonna be that bad, so they're not as motivated. So don't assume that when they tell you about this anticipated pain that it's going to motivate them. In a lot of cases, because it's unknown, it could be either case. It could be something really bad in their mind or it could be something subconsciously they're not even worried about. But they tell you about it because they know it's coming. Consciously, they know it is. So keep that in mind, okay? So that's the types of pain. Now, if we move to a game here, the types of games we learn about are um, usually positive and something very personal to that person. Now, um, in some cases, it's not. And if it's not personal or positive, they're not going to be motivated. But typically, typically, in my experience, when someone tells you about what they want, what they're moving towards, typically it's personal and positive. But you always want to qualify. You always want to ask and make sure and ensure that it's personal and positive to them. And here's an example of a personal, I'll give you an example. Um, let's say that um, someone tasked you with uh, finding out why the company, uh, your company that you work for, why they lost you know, $10,000 out of their bank account. 
you know, why, why did that happen? It's your job to go figure it out for the company and tell us why that is and what's happening. Where did the money go? Okay. So if you were asked to do that, chances are high, you would go do that when you had time, you would put it on your task list and you would get to it among, among all of your other tasks. And you would uh, try to figure out the answer to that question that your company's asking you about the bank account, the corporate bank account where this $10,000 is missing. You would just do it like on the list of priorities with everything else that you're doing, wherever that lands, okay? Now, suddenly, let's say they call you suddenly and they say, hey, uh, we made a mistake. It's not the corporate bank account, it's your personal bank account. Your personal bank account is now missing $10,000. I'm sorry, we forgot to tell you, it was your bank account. Now, what are you gonna do? You're gonna make that number one priority. You're gonna have a sense of urgency beyond belief because that's your money that's missing from your bank account. You're gonna drop everything else you're doing and go figure out why that's happening. Absolutely, because it's personal to you. So that's my example of personal versus like corporate. So when you're talking to someone, you always wanna make sure when they tell you what they want, you have to ask them, you know, what are you looking to get out of it personally? What are you gonna gain? How are you gonna gain from solving this problem for your company, how are you gonna get? And if they say, oh, I don't know, I don't think I'm gonna really gain anything, chances are high they're not motivated to really make a decision because it's not personal to them. It's their it's like the corporate bank account task that I just described. They're just, they'll, they'll get to it when they get to it. So they're not gonna have a sense of urgency. But if they say, oh my gosh, I'll get fired if I don't solve this problem, or um, I, I really wanna get promoted, and if I can use the solving of this pain and this problem for the company, I can ask for a promotion, or I can ask for a bonus that I've been at, I, you know, I qualify for a spiff, it might be something like that. So you always wanna figure out what their gain is and how it's personal to them every time. And if they say, well, I just, I, there's nothing I'm going to really gain out of this, then you have to ask, well, then why, why are you motivated to do this? And if they say, well, I'm not motivated, my boss is, or my team, or this other guy on my team asked me to look into this for him or her, well, then you want to go talk to the boss or talk to that other person and find out why they're motivated to do it and what they're going to get out of it personally. Okay, because they wouldn't have delegated it to this person if they weren't going to get something out of a person. So it might be a promotion or a spiff or a bonus or something personal for them, the boss or the. So you want to go find out what that is and you want to then reframe everything you talk about in relation to whatever that gain is for them. And if even the original person that you talked with, if they say, I'm not going to really get anything out of this, but you know, I think I qualify for a spiff or something, you want to figure out whatever the personal gain is for each person. And then you always want to refer to that gain when you talk to them. Don't talk about the original pain anymore. Talk about that gain and what they want and how it affects them personally. Because that ends up being the known thing that's in their mind, the known thing, and it's positive. And if it, as long as it's positive, the subconscious will take it in and it'll keep it in there and it will associate with that positive. Because I don't know if you saw my other video, I talk about how the subconscious doesn't really understand negatives, but it always understands positives because that's how energy works. Energy is always positive. So, so it's gonna store it in the subconscious as a positive uh, notion or concept that it's gonna to refer to. So if you keep and continue referring to that positive notion when you talk to them and talk about their promotion, talk about how solving this problem and buying your product or service is gonna get them that spiff or, or you know allow them to have that bonus, to be able to buy those Christmas presents or buy those uh, gifts for their, for their um, family or you know buy food, put food on the table, like whatever it is, whatever they share with you, you always wanna reframe it and always talk about the gain 
and, and don't talk about the pain anymore. Because the pain is, is the negative thing. The, like I always see the pain in the subconscious as like a, I put a minus sign here like by pain. I put a minus sign because that's like a negative. The subconscious doesn't really know what to do with a pain that's, you know, because it's negative. It's, it's not something it knows. It always reframes it already as a positive. So I'll put a plus sign by the word gain here because I'm always reminding myself that that's what the client, prospect, customer, that's what they're doing is they're taking the pain that they're describing to you consciously and then subconsciously they're turning it into a gain. So a good example of this would be, um, let's say you did a discovery and you figured out that um, the pain that they have is that it takes 10 people to perform a task, 10 people to perform a task. Okay, let's say that's what they're telling you. And, it, and you ask them, okay, uh, what do you want, right? You ask them for the gain. What do you want it to be instead of 10 people? And they say, well, we need it to be one person, not 10. And you ask them why, and they say, because it's costing me 10 times as much money to spend for 10, to pay 10 people to do the task, than it would be to pay one person to do the task. And the current solution we have doesn't support one person doing the task. It always requires 10 people, and that is a pain for us. So we want to get away from that and move towards reducing that and reducing that cost and getting it down to one person. So now they've told you the pain and they've also, you've asked for like, what do they want? So when you ask what they want, they're telling you what they want to gain. They want to gain a one person, one job situation in this case, a one job, one person, one job situation. And that's what they want to gain. So then from then on, that's what you refer to. You always talk about how our solution or product is going to help you reduce it down to one person. And, and every time you talk to them, you're going to remind them, well, yeah, you, you're st we're still on track for getting it down to one person, one task, right? One person, one task, but you still want, right? Like you keep referring to that gain of one person, one task every time. You no longer talk about the cost savings because the cost savings, that's, that's, a, that's reducing money that they're spending. That's not as motivating as what they're trying to get to, which is one person, one task. That's how they're going to store it in their subconscious, and that's what you want to talk to. So again, it's a positive way, and it's a known. It's what they know they want, and you always want to always reframe and always refer to the gain of what they want and uh, avoid talking about uh, the pain in the situation that they're in and reminding them of that. You don't want to do that anymore. You want to move towards what they want to move towards. And then, then they're more motivated to, to do that. If you latch on to something personal and, it, and you make it positive like that. And that's what I've learned from a hypnosales perspective to always do. And I know you found this valuable. Even if you knew some of this, hopefully I gave you a little bit more here. And if I did, if there's something you learned here, or maybe you're new to sales and you've never heard of this before, you've never had training and you've had some enlightenment, please share it in the comments. Please share this video with someone else. And if you can, I would appreciate it. If you want, you don't have to, but if you want to, you can subscribe to my channel at mavmind.com to get more free videos like this every week. So my name is Maverick and I'll see you on the next HypnoSales show. Until then, have a great rest of your day and week and I'll see you later. Bye.